Mary Kate podcast. Woo! <laughs> I'm just so excited. Ah. Welcome. 180, no, 190. No. 190. 190? This is creeping up. Oh my God. I wrote 188 in my notes like a crazy person well, we who's had behind a, on the times. No, we had like some confusion about like show numbers. Yeah. So I believe. I this believe. Is we think that's where yeah, we man. are. Here right. we are. How you doing, Sus? Really good. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We have missed you. I've missed you, Sarah. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> I don't believe you. That is true. It's nice. Thanks. It always is. It's always nice to be with Sarah. She's a breath of fresh air. Oh, thanks. Um, you. The funny thing is Sarah sent me an email. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more organized in the new year. The email was like, here's everything I'm going to talk about in the episode. Don't read these. Well, I, it was it was more like a, a was like here links. you go. I want to make sure that our listeners get these in the newsletter. Yeah. And I want to make sure because we have a busy day today that I get all that done. And I have really fun stuff I want to talk to you about on this podcast that's so cool. And I was like, don't forget to do everything. And so I just sent you that with a warning. Don't look at it, but you can, whatever. I didn't, but though. Don't. I didn't. Okay, so I am going to be surprised Ooh. about it because I was like, this is so Sarah. Mm, yeah. Do you want to start? Oh, uh, sure. I'll I talk mean, about one of my know. new favorite things. Oh, let's just, oh my God, what do we start with? It's okay. so exciting. Dying. Let's just kick it off with super exciting scientific discoveries. Okay. Ice sheets on Mars. Ice sheets. Sheets, like tons of ice. Not just a little bit of ice, a lot of ice. Meaning there was a lot of water? Yeah, and the coolest thing about this ice that they found, so what's happened is that they've there's been a kind of like a Grand Canyon situation on Mars that's eroded all of a sudden, that's exposed all these ice sheets, and now they're going to be able to take core samples from these ice sheets and pull up information about the life that used to be there. Kind of like how we mm. do when there's, you know, with the ice age that happened, we can go and like, get information about the woolly mammoths that yeah. are like buried in the ice. So that's potentially what we have here. That's exciting. Yeah, I thought so too. What do you think's in there? Uh, like what kind of creatures? Oh. Or evidence? You know who I think? What? Oh my gosh, what are the names of them? They're these little teeny tiny bugs that survive in outer space. They almost look like little teddy bears. They have a really adorable name that's something teddy, something bear, like everybody's screaming it who are my science nerds out really? there really yeah and a it, lot of people know about this yes there are these little teeny tiny animals that can survive or are they like anything. organisms no they're they have a whole shape they look like little bears but how big are they mm. like a gummy bear size no what <laughs> if that would be hilarious but i think they're large enough to see like tiny specks if you were put to put them in a petri dish like, oh. I don't think that they are invisible to the naked eye. Naked eye. I think you could see them. Wow. So but I they're we, bears. They look like bears. They're really cute. I have to look them up. And, and you think they are there? I think they're there. Because wow. we even think that they might be from outer space because we can't kill these things. Like, you can't kill them. Oh, that's they can, interesting. You can microwave them. You can freeze Come them. On. I'm not even kidding. Maybe they're what from you, the future. Yeah. That's what, that's no joke what people are saying, that they're they're saying that these... Um, what do you call them? Creature. I'm just going to type in creature that <laughs> survives. This is not how you looks like a bear that survives in space. And I, oh, uh, tardigrades. Here we go. Look at them. Oh my God. There you go, Suze. They are so weird and great. 
And they kind of give me the heebie-jeebies, but they also are kind of cute, and I don't know what to think about them. It says that that you can even dehydrate them. Okay. Then you could take them into orbit, and then they will, you could rehydrate them, and they'll just like live. It's like astronaut food. Yeah. I wonder if they're delicious. It's so cool. So they're probably like from another. By the way, this is totally off track, and we can get back to that, but I just remembered I saw today on um, Brain Candy Crush. Yeah. That one of our listeners had to, she left her son, her two sons with the father, with the, her husband, to go do something. And she got a text while she was out. Oh, I can't wait. Saying, uh, who's Linda? <laughs> and she's like, why? And he goes, because one of our sons says he has to apologize to her. <laughs> if you are not familiar. That's my favorite <laughs> We have had a listener write to us one time complaining that we swear too much. So now anytime we swear, we try to apologize to Linda. I find myself doing it in public too. That is so great. And like, I don't know the backstory in terms of how the kids, I mean, I don't know if she listens in the car and they heard it or whatever, but... They're real sorry to Linda. That is great. Story. What if they're, they're around at the playground? Some kid's like, you're a, a jerk face. And he's like, you better apologize to Linda. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the modern day swear jar. Right? Yeah. But getting zero money. Yeah. I just want to a ton of shout outs. Yes. I thought you should know about that. Oh my God. So that wait. tickles my funny bone. Anyway, everything. about these ice sheets. Yeah. How big do you think those are? Oh, like miles? Really are we question. talking feet or what do you think? I, I think we're we're talking like big. Miles. I don't know. Miles. That's crazy. Football fields. Yeah. Yes. Let's go with football fields. Oh my fields. God. That's quite big. But it was in, you know, anything that comes from science, the journal of science. Yeah. I'm always like, that's a good one. That's legit. Just like science. We're just calling it that. That like, no, like science of da 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 da. You know, this is just everything. like all science, everything. So I love that. You and know, uh, a company that relies a lot on science yeah. to f- help you find a mate. Ah, uh, I know what you're gonna say eHarmony. Yeah, they do. And boy, oh boy, that science works. It does work. The way that eHarmony does it is like they're. They use years and years of science data and psychological research to send you the right matches so mm-hmm. you can, like, not get the duds. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because, okay, you're oh, yeah. let's say you're done with the dating scene, like the hookup situation yeah. and all those apps. And scrolling through all the guys who just message you, hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> no, you're not going to get that. eHarmony brings compatible people together and right now, our listeners can get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription by entering our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love mm-hmm. with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter my code BRAINCANDY at checkout. It worked for Sarah. That's right, it did. I'm she married. found her fellow online yeah i did and now so can you yeah i found um, a few good fellas online i mean let's be honest <laughs> that could be fun too yeah even if you that is true like yeah. some of those stories are my favorites i mean i had long-term relationships with That's wonderful true. wonderful guys on That's there true. none of them where i was like oh this is the worst and ended bad no it was all good yeah yeah well 
I hope everybody else does, and we do need to do one of our matchmaking shows. And and it's almost Valentine's Day. We better hurry. No crime in Italy. That reminds me, it's almost Valentine's Day. Go on eHarmony. Yeah. Use your code. There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, that's exciting news. Thanks for that scientific update. Yeah. Do you have any scientific updates? Um, just regular. Yeah. Updates? Well, you know what? What? I was reading about. Oh, let me pick what my favorite one is. A really great article I read was in the New Yorker. It was about the psychology of being poor. Oh. So it talks about like a cool study that was done in the state of California. There's a database where anybody that's employed by the state of California, their their um, salary is public information. Mm-hmm. And that's true for a lot of states. Mm-hmm. But um, for a while... Not many people realize that you could go online and just look up how much does so-and-so make. Whoa, I So there was some scientists who wanted to take advantage of this sort of moment, and they emailed everybody that was an employee of the state of California and said, hey, just so you know, here's this database you can look up and see all the salaries. So they could, like, compare what they make versus what... This little pay gap situation we got going on here? Yeah, and so they wanted to find out... If when you found out what your colleagues made and where you were situated among them, if it made you feel good, you know, like let's say you make more than them, like maybe you would feel good or maybe you would feel like, oh, no, I'm never going to get a raise now. I'm already at the top. So that was their aim was trying to figure out, like, does it make you angry? Does it make you happy? Whatever. And basically they found that it made everybody either mad or nothing. It made nobody happy. Oh. Because they sent out these surveys afterwards, like about how happy are you with your job? Oh my god. <laughs> that's gosh. how they figured it out. And um it was saying that like if you found out you made less than your peers, of course that made you sad or whatever upset, dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. And if you found out you made more, you're just like, okay. Yeah. That's what they didn't expect. They thought somebody would be happy. Right. No. And then the article went on to talk about how Let's say you grew up poor, but everyone around you is poor too. You feel okay Mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody has pretty much the same. But once you become aware that you're poor, that's when you start feeling dissatisfaction and how poverty and the psychology of it really is more about everything in context. Yeah. Dave Chappelle talked about that in his most recent (laughs) comedy That was such a great joke too. And he's, he's right. Like, I went over to their house and everything works. <laughs> yeah, like because he was saying he was actually jealous of people that grew up in the projects because yeah. everybody was poor in yeah. the projects. So there was yeah. no disparity. But when he, he was the poorest guy in his neighborhood <laughs> and he was like, that's way worse. Because yeah. even though he probably had more than the people in the projects, compared to everyone he was mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. he didn't have shit. Sorry, yeah. Linda. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it makes you think because it, I did grow up poor and then I went to a private school where everyone was rich and what did that, how was that? I mean, it's oh, embarrassing yeah. and you I'm, know, I even came from, I came from a school that didn't value how much, that wasn't the most important thing. How, you what know, was who it? was the like rich kids? Who, no, it was a really artsy school where being different and cool and funky was the cool thing. Like our prom king had 
always wore two different colored Converse and had half of his hair one color and half his hair the other color. And like the, oh the girl God, who won prom queen was a little person and not ironically, like she won, not ironically. They were like, no, she's freaking cool. And one of a girl who was deaf was the captain of the basketball team. It was an awesome school for all these reasons. And then I transferred to Orange County where they hated me because I didn't drive a BMW. It was like, a, you know, Oh, it was like the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was bad. Well, you were you had kind yeah. of a weird experience because you sometimes you had a lot of money yes. and sometimes you didn't. Yes. Um, I don't know how that it made me a crazy saver and make yeah. me not spend money on anything. And also like Yeah, well, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. Well, the article also talks about the ways that um being poor sort of I don't know what the word you'd say if it's snowballs or whatever, but they're for, poor folks are more likely to do things like play the lottery, of course, uh-huh. even though the the amount of money they spend, let's say it's $2, yeah. is way more to them uh, in terms of relation to how much they make. Um, and some people call it like a, a tax on the poor because so many Oh my poor gosh, folks I have heard that expression and I right. never knew what that meant. Yeah. That's it. Right, because Ooh. it. let's say, you know, there are some people with money that do play for fun and hope they win, yeah, but, but it's, it's the, the $2 they spent doesn't mean as much as it means to the person who's living paycheck to paycheck. And so they, they are more likely to take risks because, and I noticed that with my family. My dad's a big gambler, mm-hmm. and it's almost like this sense of like, what do I have to lose? And I might win. Right. You know? It's worth it. Cause, and, the, and then there's the... I think also with that, there's the potential of the change of situation that if you do win this money, then your situation will be changed. So you are more invested in that situation. Whereas if you have money and you're, you know, of course everybody's situation would be changed if you won the lottery. But I'm thinking if you're like, you know, playing roulette and throwing down a hundred bucks on something. Yeah. There's a lot more anxiety and adrenaline, whatever. And probably the lose is more intense, which then could make the, oh, God, then you talk about the whole reward, re- reinforcement pathway of that and why addiction and all those things would be more. Um, what do you learn in, about that in, in school? What About what? Like the addiction, what do you call that? Reward, reward reinforcement. reinforcement pathway. Yeah. But that is what they're saying, what science says right now is linked to uh, why we have addiction and why addiction is so difficult to um treat and why you have to treat it as a disease model because the the reward reinforcement pathway how to best describe it is like because this one was a hard one for me to understand because i didn't really understand like what that intense craving was that was more important that you'd be willing to like not take care of your kids for something like that and the way it was described to me that really helped me understand was, you know, when you're really, really hungry, haven't had any food for a long time, and you take that first bite of whatever it is, and your whole body goes, <sighs> and you get this, like, overwhelming, like, relief of good stuff. That is that reinforcement reward pathway working the way it's supposed to. So you do something, and we're supposed to get little drips of that good reward for doing what we're supposed to do to keep us alive on like a slow, steady drip. So I was just thinking about, I like become hyper aware of this 
So just this week, I was remodeling my bathroom and doing it myself, and I had patched it all up, and I was ready, and I put the final coat of paint on it, and when I did it, it looked so good. And I got this instant, like, rush of endorphins and good feelings and, like, serotonin and all this great, amazing stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, this is that good reward reinforcement because I put the work in. I It, it was something I didn't think I was going to be able to do. I did the research on how to do it. I did it. And this, I have to remember this feeling. This is the feeling that then I take and it's going to, uh, it's going to encourage me to keep doing things that, that promote this kind of feeling. Well, if you replace that feeling with something that over stimulates that pathway, so like a drug or something that causes an intense emotional or intense rush of that serotonin and dopamine, like um, even people who can be adrenaline junkies or gambling or shopping or anything that you give you an addiction or, you know, uh, like a sex addiction or like, you know, porn addiction. If it's almost like that slow, steady drip, you, you, you turn it up. You're getting more of that stuff, but it's really fast. It's like kind of like that light bulb that gets too much energy too quick and it burns out. So now neck, you don't get the same good feelings from doing things like having a hamburger or like, you know, getting some food or refinishing your bathroom Mm -hmm. because you need more and you need more. And now, and the drug or whatever it is, the substance, the addiction, anything that changes the chemistry of your brain takes over, takes that pathway over. And then instead your body doesn't say, I need food. Mm -hmm. The thing that becomes more important than the food is I need this drug to give me this feeling that felt so good. Yeah. And then your body, and then I mean, it goes further and you do that a few times and then your tissue in your body becomes addicted to that feeling. And then your brain starts prepping you for that even before you've introduced the substance. So you can go into a room where you're, uh, where you've, um, or like when people walk into a casino, the lights and the everything in the casino will trigger all those same emotions if you've ever had any situation where you've won. So that takes over and you don't want to go to, you know, the restaurant. You want to go sit at the thing. So blah, blah, blah. There. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just trailed off. What happened? Just like, you know, I could go on for hours about. Yeah, it's the, uh, quite interesting to Still me. got an A minus in that class. So what the fuck? You know what? <laughs> Linda, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I mean... That's a lot of information. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. and it takes a while to figure it all out. It does. And it, well, what I, I, what, for me, what it did is it gave me a little more patience and understanding of people who do struggle with addiction of any kind and look at it as like needing to retrain that pathway. And you can even see it. I, I mean, I look at it really small and think about, okay, well, I want to have kids and how do I want to raise my children? And, I want to make sure that I'm doing things that stimulate that reward reinforcement pathway in a good way Mm -hmm. rather than quick, um, uh, like short-lived satisfactions like here's a candy bar or let's go get ice cream or let's go to the arcade game. That's easier said than done. I'm sure. No, but it's so great when you can accomplish it. But then they want it so bad because they recognize that's how you know it's an addi- a, a mm-hmm. real thing because a five-year-old wants that so bad because they don't understand the i can't have ice cream every day because eventually i won't like ice cream mm-hmm. they don't see the long they go oh i just want that good good feeling all the time and we as parents have to whew, f- somehow find a way to 
give them some sort of lesson in the delay of gratification and like slow roll excitement. I'll tell you what gives me good feelings all the time. What? Stamps.com. Oh, yeah, because you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do things you don't want to (laughs) do. Honest to God, I was just, I was shipping something the other day and I thought to myself, I remember before I had stamps.com and hearing about it and thinking like, is it really worth, like, Mm -hmm. should I do it? Is it worth it? It is so great. Have you tried to go back to the post office now? I do have, because we have a P.O. box for (laughs) um, brain candy. So I have to go there to pick up stuff that you people send to us, which we love. Love. And I'm always like, there's, you know, often a line and mm-hmm. things. So I think, okay, this is why I use stamps.com. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And they have offered our listeners a deal. And and you guys, it is just so much better. Saves you time, saves you money. You can ship anything you want right from your desk. You don't have to go anywhere. And it's easy. Like the website is very easy to navigate. So we use stamps.com because we love things that are easy, easy. and save us money. Yep. And right now you can enjoy stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Ready for a happier new year? Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in brain candy. That's stamps.com and enter brain candy. It is the best New Year's resolution you can make. I will never, ever stop. I'll never plus go back. digital scale, hello. I know, right? I, know. I use mine every day. It's great. I'm not kidding. I have a stamps addiction. (laughs) I have that pathway. What do you call it? Yeah, right. That's my addiction. Any hoodles. That's a good one. I approve. Thank you. Um, Okay. You want to take a turn or shall I carry on? Carry on. What you got? Um, Oh, did you read about how dolphins can Uh recognize themselves in a mirror earlier than humans? What? I did not know that it was earlier than humans. Um, there's, they can recognize that it's themselves in a mirror at seven months. For humans, it's around 12. Yeah. And they do poses. Okay. And they like, you know, sachet chante oh, <laughs> so mirror and like do like things with their tongue. Okay, well, here's my question though. Yeah. yeah. What age does a dolphin reach sexual maturity? Oh God! Sarah. Because I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not Why saying like ask? he's looking in the mirror. Now he's done up all nice, and now I'm interested. <laughs> not it. Well, no, because I'm saying you have to look. Like that's like saying you, to compare the years in a, a dolphin's lifespan to a human's lifespan, and to say it recognizes it earlier. Like one's at 12 months, and one's at if a dolphin reaches sexual maturity at a year old, that's like saying, oh my God, did you know that dolphins can have babies? <clears throat> Maybe, you but know, maybe they so. didn't mention it because maybe, I don't know, but maybe it has nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Like maybe that particular skill uh-huh. is totally unrelated to like mating or Well, I, I look at it more as like the different benchmarks of the process of growth. Okay. Like a baby, like the dolphin is now able, I don't know, what is the dolphin benchmark for growth of a dolphin? <laughs> I was going to be like, it's able to jump out of the water, swim, like, swim and, I don't know, what do they do? Balance what do ball they do? Balance. Right, like, you know? <laughs> Does it like, know it's dolphin ABCs or click, 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 or but I feel like they, you have to like, okay, is this in line with, is it like a toddler dolphin activity or is this an adolescent dolphin activity or is it an All adult? All I know I is know. that the scientists were surprised. I, it's great. I love it. I, I, I'm totally for it. I, I love for any it. of, any of that, of any Sarah animal. Votes with, yes. Yes. I vote yes. <laughs> right. Ways in which animals are human-y. It is kind of freaky though. Like 
in the article is describing some of the behaviors of advanced mammals. And, you know, you always it's hear about crazy. them. And it does freak me out. How about the blowing the bubbles? And then they, they swim through that. the bubbles. They and they can, that. like, play with the... They can do some really crazy stuff. And then you've seen the, like, the videos of what this, people do. The, what are you about to say? I feel like the dolphin... Are you going to talk about dolphin rape? No, but I have heard about it. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to talk about the for? way that when people kill them. Oh God! It's the, the worst. One, the spears. Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. That video that went viral a while ago, and it's like really hard to take once you, especially once you know yep. how bright they are. Yep, absolutely. I mean, people that don't eat meat would probably say, "Well, why are you eating mm-hmm. your chicken nuggets or whatever?" But for oh, me, the intelligence does, it does. make it worse. Oh, a hundred percent intelligence, and the number of offspring that always does for me, which is why I'm okay with fish because they're like having a million babies. It's like whatever. A dolphin has like one, I so was, be careful with that thing. <laughs> the last time I said that on the air, how fish are so stupid and I'll keep eating them, Yeah, I really thought I was going to get some letters. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't, and Dahlia just didn't send them to me. <laughs> That's actually probably what happened. Yeah, Because I was like, fish, I can't believe nobody... Outraged. <laughs> They're picketing. Oh, They're God. boycotting brain candy. Yeah. But The whole school of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are being so insensitive, but... The fish, the dolphins, on the other hand, man, they're smart. That was not the story I thought you were going to tell me. Okay, because I read that (laughs) the there are dolphins who it's affecting the mating of, or or dolphins are having like hearing problems or something like that because of the loud noises of fish mating. What? Yes, that that, that that it's affecting dolphin population, like this the fish fish mating sounds. This is a real thing. Wait, but okay. First question: What has fish mating become louder? I get, I guess. No, you don't guess. No, what is the truth? This is like a real a real thing. Okay, why so would it be louder? Fish sex sounds like machine guns, and so it's it's so loud that it's deafening dolphins. Why is this all of a so sudden? I though? guess I think it has to do with the changes in the climate that they're the where these fish are mating oh. has been pushed south, and now it's in <laughs> it's in Mexico, and it says scientists have recorded a thunderous sound of 1.5 million fish mating in Mexico. It's one of the loudest noises Jeez. produced by any underwater animal, and so dolphins are and going dolphins deaf. Are like, what? My ears. My ears. I, I don't know. They, they like plug with their little, I don't know if their fins reach that far. Right. They can look in a mirror and find their little ear holes. And That is terrible. I know. I couldn't believe that. that was Wait. Like not, and it sounds like machine guns but, going but on. But whose sex? What kind of fish sounds like machine see, guns when they're banging? Each spring, adults at, uh, of the species migrate to one side. Oh, what species? Let's see. Yeah, um, right. It what says, are these things? Disgusting. The Gulf's Corvinus machine gun mating call. The Gulf Corvinus. What is that? I don't know. This kind of fish, I guess. I don't obviously. like it. But the mating chorus is so <laughs> loud that it raises the normal level of sound in the environment by 21 times. What making, are we supposed to do about this? Making the phenomenon a true wildlife spectacular. I don't know. Give them all little earplugs. <laughs> it's a, oh my gosh. It says, in fact, if we weren't overfishing, the fish chorus would probably be louder. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you, dolphin tuna or or bumblebee tuna. (laughs) Jeez Louise. 
That is that's see, the story I thought you were going to. Well, bring but in. here's what's weird to me about this. What you had read that already yeah. and didn't write it down, even though that is clearly something I wanted to know about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. Why didn't you I write read, it down? Because I had read that weeks ago. And yeah, but you should be writing more down because I okay. know you read a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you probably just don't think. Everybody would like to hear about the dolphin mating. That is You're crazy. right. You're right. What was I thinking? I know. And did. here I had ancient shark living to 512 years old written down like a crazy person. <laughs> Both are good though. Yeah. Did you see that picture? No. <gasps> Suze, it's like you're oh, not yeah, even no, up to I date did. on your aquatic that's life. That's not true. I did see the picture, but I did not read the article. Okay. That's so funny because you I was really old. hoping that you read the article and didn't see the <laughs> picture. So then I could show you the picture and then you could say... Well, that's look exactly what like I would expect if I That's why I didn't read the article because I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I get it. Well, this is the best part. So if you caught that article or you at least just read the headline, I'm sure you saw it said, uh, you know, ancient shark found er, 517 years old, live, you know, alive before Shakespeare, blah, blah, blah. Wow, that is weird to put then it that I way. Then I dug into the research yeah. and went to journal of science and actually looked which uh, this is what i emailed you is the abstract to the article okay okay the, it's not true the range they used radiocarbon dating okay the range is 272 years to 517 years that's could you imagine if somebody were like if just you susie <laughs> right and they were like she might be she could be 517 or, or dead or not alive yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, that's a really big range. And don't you think that shark is like, excuse, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> right. How dare you? I don't look a day over 300. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. That this poor shark, who I'm sure is a female, <laughs> since they had to age her and date her like that. Right. How dare they? <laughs> oh, God. It See, just that's made good times me, right there. made me laugh so much. But then it said that it reaches sexual maturity at 150. So what the fuck are you doing for those first 150 years? Not doing it. Not looking in the mirror. Oh, right. <laughs> I know that much. Yeah. That is bizarre. And they we grow have... one centimeter a year. This shark. Well, then measure it and the tell me how shark. old it is. Well, that's what they did. They measured it and they were like, "Oh, it could be between this and it could be." Yeah, but radiocarbon dating. I mean, I know that right. that's typically used for fossils and things, but I thought it was pretty accurate. I did too. But I guess okay. in the big scheme of yes, things, a yeah. range of a hundred or two hundred years. If you were looking at stuff that was millions of years old, you'd be like, "Okay, it could be off," but but for this shark. She she needs every year. Yeah, that's true. So. What will make you look younger though is having beautiful skin. And yes, <laughs> I wait mean, before you my even get, are getting this better. Is so good. I didn't even mean to set you up for that. Um, but before you even get into how amazing this is, yeah, I finally tried the moisturizer. Yep. Okay, it changes everything. No, and it it does like this really does change everything. And I thought it was going to be a moisturizer, like a cream that I was not going to use because I'm like, this is going to clog my pores. I can't use anything yeah. that's like heavy. Nope. Nope. This you is just it. like Floralux Extra. It. It's like a mousse. It is. It's so beautiful and wonderful. Yes. BioClarity, if you guys don't already know it and use it and love it, you should, is a three-step, or in Sarah's case now, four-step <laughs> yeah, um, acne wash if you have problem skin. But I mean, really everybody could benefit from using it because it really is soothing and yeah. it clears you up and it makes you brighter. And I think 
makes you look younger. I'm just going to throw that out there. But they are giving our listeners a special offer at bioclarity.com. Just use our code BRAINCANDY and you get your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping. And that's $20 savings and uh, it's 100% risk-free guarantee it. And you're going to love it, so don't worry about that. And as Sarah said, you can get add to it that moisturizer so nice. for a bonus. It. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, I have to No. Yes. I, no. You would have said what? if you'd seen this. What? There is a video that went viral that I can't deal with. Please. Oh, my God. Maybe I have seen it. What? Cooking with your mouth. What <laughs> is this? Sarah. Cooking? Is this, like, going to be, like, tiny kitchen but, like, better? But worse. What? Worse. It is First the all, most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my ew. life. Okay, wait. Are you, like, stirring things with your tongue? Yeah. No. And chewing it up and putting it, no. it back in the dish. Like she's making stuffing. No, <laughs> tell me everything. But also, what? I can't. I don't even know. This lady. No. Okay. Yeah. The woman on the camera is a woman, and she- <laughs> can you just paint a picture of this woman for me? Is she wearing she an looks- apron? No. Oh, I don't think so. Well, first mistake. But I. She might be because I was so distracted by the fact that sense. she was chewing up the ingredients, including a raw egg. No, she's baby birding it. Yep. No regurgitating it into the bowl and being like uh, she even put garlic in there and chopped it up with her with her teeth and Why was are we, like are we supposed to think this is okay or some new cooking fat? and then she would like spit it up and there would be like saliva all over it and then she would like use her hands to mix it <laughs> and well, i mean why stop <laughs> just why use your hands yeah it's like the here's the thing the person that made it is an artist okay and he says that this is not a joke that working in the kitchen is very dangerous. So if you can eliminate That's knives. <laughs> Meanwhile, as if chewing up a raw egg yeah, and you spinning can also it use all a and eating it. To, chew, like, to, to stir something, I suppose. Doesn't mean we should. <laughs> it is, Sarah, when you watch this video, and I will make you watch it when we're done here, yeah, you will say, I've never seen anything more disgusting. Oh, my God. And she puts butter in her mouth to no. warm it up. No, <laughs> no, no. I feel like this would change all the, the... Okay, there are a thousand things wrong with this. Yeah. But my first thought is, isn't there a lot of glucose in saliva? So doesn't that fundamentally change the, like... Uh, uh, Right, the chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry of whatever you're cooking. You know, like if you're baking something, you have to account for she was whatever enzymes are chicken. in your mouth. Also, back, also everything. <laughs> also you know what's everything. so funny is like last night I went downstairs to have like a midnight snack because Landon's out of out of town. And so I was like, mm, I'm going to have cheese and crackers at 1130 at night. <laughs> so yes. I did. And then one of the crackers dropped on the floor and I picked it up and I was like, no, don't eat this. And I just put it on my counter. And this woman is putting things in her oh. mouth and then spitting it into things and then other people are eating them. And I'm worried about the seven-second rule on my own clean kitchen floor. Yeah, it really makes you wonder about her discernment. But she was an, she's an actress. So to me, it's obvious that this is all a performance art thing. Because there's no way it can be real. I don't accept it. Well, I was um, scrolling through my Instagram a little while ago, and I don't know what the heck I followed that brought this into my feed. But <laughs> it was like, it said, um, like, satisfying videos. You know how they'll sometimes, like, 
Instagram, if you look at their oh, yeah. thing, it'll be like, yeah. oh, maybe you like this, maybe yeah. you like this, hip hop videos, or mm-hmm. home video. And it was, uh, like, it, it said just like satisfying videos. Was it about bricks? No, but okay. it's one of those kind of things where it's like everything's lined up. Or yeah. what, so I, I, I was thinking it was going to be that. No, it was this woman called something like Breadface, where all she does <laughs> is open up bread and oh, smashes her. her face. I've into seen it. this. <laughs> Then I People watched it for five it. minutes. Why did you love it though? People I love it. I don't. Well, because part of me was like, I bet that would be soft. <laughs> <laughs> then I couldn't look away. I want to know like, the origin what is of happening it though. In like, what? how did she decide this is what I'm going to do though? What What was the first loaf? <laughs> was it love at first slice? <laughs> Might be it's my best so one yet. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that one really butters my bread. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I do want to know the answers to the questions, though. Yeah. Those are fair questions, are. even though they are also punny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, that was not on my list of things to talk about. Well, it's, it's probably good that we're talking about food because. Mm. After much ado on a previous episode where I was supposed to interview Bern Fisher about her book, the big book of or the little book of big weight loss, mm-hmm. and then we had the audio problem, so oh. the the audio on the interview didn't work, so I just had to tell people, sorry, there's no interview in this episode oh. <laughs> at the end, <laughs> and um, so she agreed to talk to me, and so now I really do have an interview with this woman, and just to refresh your memory, she is a woman who is a makeup artist, stylist. Um, she works in entertainment and fashion. She was always dealing with models and entertainers and watching, seeing how skinny they were and being like, what's your secret? Because she was a heavier lady. And so she just started making notes and trying it for herself and lost a gazillion pounds. And then people were like, what's your secret? Mm-hmm. And so she would like write it on a post note and give it to her friends or whatever. Self-published this book. It went crazy viral not unlike the cooking with your mouth video that we <laughs> talked about earlier except this is actually useful mm-hmm. and i find it to be really refreshing because as she says she just skips the bs and just says you know here's what you can do and don't be so hard on yourself and just like try to feel happier as you pointed out happiness and you know food Healthy and living. sleeping good all are all same. related yeah. yes anyway so let's finally really have her on Yay. right now. Welcome, Burn Fisher. Thanks. As our listeners know, there was an audio snafu and I feel like I won the lottery because I get to talk to you again. Thanks. I'm happy <laughs> to be here talking to you and I'm not sure what a snafu is, but I really like the word <laughs> and I am going to steal it for future use. I'm just letting you know that right now. Yes, take <laughs> it. It's basically a debacle and yeah. Yeah, problem. And it was tragic. But you know what? It didn't even matter because we talked about the book on the show and I got texts and emails from people saying they were they were going to buy it. They were so excited about it. So I know people are into the message. So that's fun. That's good. It's a simple message. So hard not to be into. It's pretty simple. Right. And, we, and that's what's so appealing, I think, to people. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what a lot of people say, which is good. I mean... It's great. And it's really, in fact, in when I was telling my co-host about it and describing sort of your message, she was like, 
this sounds very similar to sort of like the secrets to happiness. And then I told her what your next book was going to be. <laughs> and I was like, you're exactly right. Because that. Oh my God. It's like telepathy. <laughs> there's a lot of overlap, right? It was. Yeah. But I think they're linked, you know, like I really think that um, weight loss and happiness are linked. I, you know, I think it's all kind of linked really. Cause if you're not, if you're overweight, you're probably not pretty happy really. In general, you're probably struggling a bit and you're probably feeling a bit down on yourself. And so your happiness is probably going to be a little bit in the dumps. So is that what you felt like? Yeah, without a doubt. I felt, I was just so, I mean, women, we are brutal to ourselves, right? You know, we go, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm, you know, I'm never enough, you know? So I think, um, yeah, I did that to myself without a doubt. I mean, even though a lot of my friends would say, you seem so confident and just really happy in your body. And, and I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, but no, no, (laughs) not really. You know, I didn't feel good. And, you know, I didn't get any kind of service when I went into a, a store to buy clothing and, and, um, yeah, there's all the little prejudices that happen along the way. So, yeah, I didn't feel good about myself. I, you know, in all honesty, I didn't. So, And that I did affect my happiness. I didn't ask you this last time, but you just made me wonder, were there certain, like, was it, was there any difference between the way men treated you and the way women treated you when you were bigger? Hmm. <clears throat> No. Like, were there certain groups or kids or adults, different people treated you different? Or was it just across the board? That, like, um, maybe You know the thing with kids, because kids are so brutally honest, which I love. <laughs> I love right. that. And my daughter did say to me, she's 11 now, but she did say to me, how come you don't look like the other mums? And no, that's it's okay. And I was like, well, she was talking in, specifically about one mum, which is – She's a personal trainer and has got, you know, like a, <laughs> like a 12 pack and, you know, is, is, you know, rock hard. And she said, how come you don't look like Tracy? And I'm like, mm, well, honey, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> We're all different. But yeah, I, I knew, you know, you know, if you, if you are, if you have a weight problem, you know, I don't need anyone telling me. I already know. Um, but in terms of men and women, no, I've always been, um, I'm always a bit of a, I'm a tomboy. Even though I do makeup and I have this glamorous life, I'm a tomboy. I lived on my skateboard growing up. You know, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm a tomboy. I'm not. That's so surprising. I'm not particularly um, girly. Even though I love girly stuff too, I'm this contradiction of weird stuff. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of us are. We're all contradictions, right? You're probably like. I mean, you look, look at you, you, you're gorgeous and you're, you know, you look, you know, very beautiful and put together, but I'm sure there's a lot of you that I don't know. But I think that's why your message and your personality and your book are so relatable is because we all kind of feel like we don't fit into a box yeah. and, you know, but we're told we're supposed to, there's supposed to be a label that we can identify but- as. Yeah, but you know what? This is what I've learned from working in advertising for 30 years is who is telling you that you should fit into that box? I can tell you who's telling you that. It's men. <laughs> they're the right. ones. They're the ones. I'm not that I'm a I'm not a man hater. I love men. I've got one <laughs> sleeping sleeping in my bed down the corridor. So, but they they're the ones 
putting across this weird message. I just, yeah, yeah. It sometimes it's just so screwed up. I can't, yeah. Well, it's, and if you buy into it, then it's almost like a cycle because it doesn't make you think, oh, well, then I'm going to be this perfect, beautiful thing. It makes you think I'm super hungry and I could go for some ice cream, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I don't know about you, but I am an emotional eater and a lot of people, a lot of women that I talk to are emotional eaters. And you know what? We're sad. We eat. We're happy. We eat. We're celebrating. We <laughs> We're depressed. We eat. You know, it's eating is an answer for everything. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, once you um, once you do decide to make a change in your body and you decide to um, do something, which is what I've done, obviously, um, just the difference in how you feel is so it's so great that you just really don't want to go back there. Like, I will never be a size two. It just won't happen. But, you know, I'm probably a US 10 to 12 at the moment, which I'm perfectly happy with that. I'm I'm a tall woman. I'm curvy. I'm, you know, a bit Ashley Graham-ish, you know. I've got boobs and a butt. But I like that. And yeah. I, I'm not interested in being that size two model-like because I actually don't find that attractive or sexy. And I sneakily think that men don't like that either. Oh, I think that you're right. And that's (laughs) becoming more clear over time too. And I know these things change, you know, what goes into fashion and what's in vogue in terms of body type as well. But I like the idea that you're just trying to reach what makes you feel the healthiest and the best about yourself. Yeah, that's right. And I've learned learned over time because, um, because of working on set and doing fashion shoots for magazines, you know, some of the massive ones, you know, Marie Claire, all, all of the big ones, you know, that I've learned that, and the models say the same thing. The models say exactly the same thing. They go, I don't even look like that. And it's true <laughs> because they're right. so retouched that, and they're like, wow, I look good, but I don't even look like that. I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we just laugh about it on set <laughs> because it's true right. where we all know it behind the scenes, but, yeah. um, that un- unfortunately, you know, the average woman who's reading that magazine, sitting in her home going, oh, I want to look like that. Well, you'll never look like that because <laughs> they don't even look like that. So what I'm saying is be the best you possible. Be the, be the healthiest and best you possible. And if that involves making a few changes in your diet or, you know, um, losing a few pounds because, you know, there is an obesity epidemic, as we all know, and it's, it's in the US, the UK, Australia, it's it's everywhere. You know, the, the general percentage of the population in those three countries alone is about 70% overweight. It's huge. Right. It's and huge. I was just reading about how despite our size, we're malnourished at the same time. Yeah, because look at what we're eating, right? Yeah. Where's the nutritional content in the foods that we are eating? Like right. if you go, yeah, if you go for fast food, there's very little nutritional content in that. But if you yeah. switch, switch to like a whole food, if you go back a bit, if you just whiz back in time to like the 1950s, I'm not, I'm not saying you want to, but, you know, <laughs> but they have some cool clothes. But if, um, <laughs> if you do that, <laughs> And you just start eating whole foods and, you know, you eat cleaner, you know, just simpler, it's really just simpler, then you're going to lose weight. It's just going to be a natural occurrence. It's just going to happen. Did you notice 
that as you changed the types of things that you ate, because you've switched to, as you said, whole foods, did your palate change? Do you crave the healthier foods, foods now, or is it always a struggle where you're like, I just really want this naughty food? There's a bit of both, to be honest. Yeah. Um, most of the time I am craving the healthy food. So, like, a lot of the time I'll eat a lot of greens and I'll eat, um, you know, a lot of vegetables and, um, you know, lean protein and um, that's, you know, most of the time I'm craving that. But, you know, the thing is if I am tired or mm-hmm. um, or there's some emotional thing going on, I'm like, where's the chocolate? And I'll go hunting through my daughter's bedroom to look for her party sweets to see if anything. <laughs> I'm not kidding, I'd do it. And she'd be like, Mom, Mom, where's where's my Snickers bar? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's gone. So, right, because yeah. yeah, sometimes yeah, stress. Sometimes, yeah. Right. Stress, yeah, yeah, stress, it, it does it. So I'm not perfect, and I'm not saying you need to be perfect. You do not need to be perfect. You don't need to be. You just That's what to. I love about your book. Yeah. And it's so easy. Like some of the things are hard, but the concepts are simple to understand. Yeah, for, they are. You know, there's nothing complicated about it. No. And so it feels doable. It is doable. I mean, I am the worst dieter in the world. Seriously, I'm the worst. <laughs> Truly. I will happily put up my hand. Yep, I suck at dieting. <laughs> but it does work this works and it is achievable and you can do it. You actually can do it. It sounds weird, but if you just take one thing at a time and just implement them in your life, you'll, you'll end up dropping weight and being far happier and leaner. And, you know, I'm not saying that happiness and dieting, you know, I'm not saying that they're completely interlinked, but it's, you know, it's for me, I feel better if I am being healthier, I don't have a food hangover when I wake up. Do you know that food hangover feeling? So well, I know look- the wine one. Yeah, it's not dissimilar to the wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's and usually if you are consuming that kind of food, maybe you're drinking wine as well. So possibly you've right. got a bit of both. And it's harder to get out of bed, and you know. So if you if you are if when I am you know on you know, being really good and doing all my things that I do, I I jump out of bed pretty much. So it just makes life a lot easier. I don't get that four o'clock in the afternoon slump. Right. um, But, you know, there's certainly moments, certainly over Christmas, you know, I was having some stuff over Christmas, some food that I usually would not eat. But, you know, that's that's a special time. And I, you know, I didn't go crazy, but I had, yeah, I had a, you know, had some Christmas cake and had, you know, ate a few more things, some cheesecake, you know, I like that. But now it's like, well, this is, I'm back to my normal day and now I'm, you know, I'm implementing the stuff that I do, which is whole foods. I fill my, you know, fridge and I fill my cupboards with that food. So when I go to eat stuff, that's what I'm eating. It's just a a lifestyle and a habit and, um, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And it's so cool how, like, 
you did this program for yourself and you kind of got tips from people and tried different things and saw what worked for you. And then everyone was like harassing you, trying to get the secret. And so then it went gangbusters and then you became like the literary equivalent of a viral (laughs) hit, right? Pretty much. I mean, it was crazy because, you know, I self-published initially and I put out a little um, news release and then, you know, um, it just sold like crazy. It just sold like crazy. And then, then, um, you know, the publishers were contacting me saying, Oh, come and see us, come and see us. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know how to deal with a publisher. I know how to deal with a celebrity chucking a tantrum, <laughs> something, but I don't know how to deal with a publisher. So that's when I, you know, I was with my, my mate Kylie and we're like, who, I know that sounds very Aussie, but that is her name. And um, we're Googling who has sold the most books ever and it was J.K. Rowling. And then we're like, well, who was her literary agent? Because they must really be good. And then. <laughs> so great. It's true. This is exactly what happened. And then I sent her, I, I sent the literary agent my book. And they're like, yes, we love it. We love you. We want to sign you. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Quick, where do I sign before you change your mind? And then then, um, sign. And and, um, and then there were like, you know, like in the US, there were book auctions because there were so many publishers wanting the book. So they fought over it to get it. Oh, man, that is fun. Yeah, so um, Zoe from the Blair Partnership in London, who's the literary agent, handled all that. And um, so now I'm with Simon and Schuster, uh, which, you know, they're, they're great. They're huge touchstone books there. And, and it's everywhere. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's everywhere. Uh, Can you, you believe know. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. pretty wild. It's is wild. It is wild. But it is- I feel like it speaks to... A, the fact that so many people are craving this information. And, you know, you see a lot of the books that are very dense with scientific uh, literature and that's all important and I want things to be backed in science, but it can be overwhelming to just somebody who's like, I just want to eat better. Yeah, And your book skips all that jazz. It's rooted in science as well, but it doesn't overwhelm the reader. That's right. It's I. I mean, I did the research. I sat there and read medical report after medical report. Right. Yeah, and I tested on myself. I was a guinea pig, you know, because I. It's it's true. I I love reading, and I will read anything. I will read. Give me the pack of something. I'll read it. You know. (laughs) And I I I enjoy science. I, you know, I love watching science. I'm a big doco fan. I love anything you know sciencey based, and and um. So I'm more than happy to read a medical report and then I go hmm does that actually work what's the you know how big is the sample size what are they doing what are they saying and and so yeah then I just if it you know if it was good I'd try it on myself and if it worked for weight loss I'd keep it right it it went into the book eventually you know I never thought I was going to write a book obviously I was just doing it for myself but it must be really special when you hear now though of people for whom it's you've touched their lives yeah, I hear it all the time now. I, I, a woman um, uh, Instagrammed me the other day and said that she'd lost um, 
It was 24 kilos, which is about how many pounds? That's probably about like almost 50 pounds. 50 pounds, yeah, 50 pounds in um, 23 weeks. And I just saw the (gasps) I saw the before and after picture of her, and I was like, that looks like her mother, and that looks like her daughter, but it was the same woman. And I was like, whoa, whoa that's great. That's so, really nice. Yeah, because that's a real, I think that's a really good speed of weight loss. You know, that's like an achievable, like you're still, it's like you're not standing on the scales going, you're going, yep, yep, I can see progress all the time. I mean, admittedly, some weeks you have a big jump down, you know, you'll lose quite a few pounds, and then the next week there might be a little less, but it's constant progress. So it's right, and good. that's yeah. encouraging it for is. people. They it's want to see good. those numbers. Yeah, they do, and I do, and that's what I wanted to do. So it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll. It's it just works. It's really good. One of my favorite stories that you told on the first time I interviewed you yeah. <laughs> was yeah. how, um, because you're in the entertainment industry and you're in the styling and and beauty uh, spec sector you would go to these stores and you would have designed something, whether it was like a, an ad or a window front or whatever. And yet they would treat you like you were invisible when you would walk in. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. It's because, crazy. Because so there's, I'd go to the mall. There's a really massive mall here. That's the largest mall in the Southern hemisphere. It's massive. You get lost in it for days, seriously. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. It, it is. It's good. Anyway, I'd go to the mall and I'd see um, some campaigns that I'd been working on and there'd be window, po- window posters and I'd go, oh, I'm just going to check it out, right? So I'd walk in, have a look at the, you know, placement of the ads and say, oh, yeah, that looked good. I'm happy with that. You know, just look at critiquing my own work basically. And um as I'm working, walking in, a lot of the times in those clothes shops, I would not fit into those clothes, you know. So they'd only go up to like a, I don't know, a, I don't know, 12 or a 14, you know, they'd be like a straight size, if that makes any sense, not a plus mm-hmm. size shop. And, um, yes, I wouldn't get any service. I'd, it's like, okay, I could just run around being invisible in the store. I could go, <laughs> but I'm here. You know but I yet do? you're involved in the sort of branding of the of the clothes and the models and things. It's so weird how that must have been for you in that moment. Yeah, it is weird. It is it is weird for me. But you know what's weird? I've got a great story. This is a great story. You've got to hear this one. And okay. women out there need to know this story. So, <laughs> no, I, I love telling this because it just goes to show what advertising does. And I'm sure you're aware of it. Um, so I worked on a major campaign for a diet food, right? It was a okay. diet meal that you eat at night. Anyway, um, we did the, sh- the model. They had a model for a start, not a real person. And <laughs> that's, so that's the first thing. And this model was about 5 foot 11 or 178 centimetres, 180 centimetres. So tall, gorgeous girl tiny like tiny you know so a size four or whatever and then um what happened is um so she was shot on set we're shooting the ad and then you know because we're behind the camera so I can hear what the client is saying right and they're saying we're gonna have to photoshop her butt no yes yes 
we're going to have to Photoshop her butt, take some off the thigh there. I'm like, this girl is a freak of nature to start. She's a freak of nature because no one looks like that. And they're also Photoshopping her and then putting it out there to us unsuspecting poor bunnies <laughs> saying, this, if you eat this food, this is how you're going to look. Like we're how? aspiring to something that doesn't even exist. It does not exist. It does not exist. And that and that happens time and time again. I can't even tell you. Time and time again. It is what do you criminal. Think she is eating. That is the thing. Do you think yeah. she is eating? She's not eating. She's standing there smoking. <laughs> so, when is this shoot going to be over? When can I get on my plane <laughs> to get back to... Sydney. <laughs> that is crazy. But I mean, it's probably helpful for you to have seen all that and to know that yeah. it's not real. No, it is. It is very helpful. And my daughter is 11 and her dad is a photographer. And so he's in there back there. And he's, um, so she's been on set since she was little. And she, yeah. and I, if I say to her, Lily, honey, do you want to be a model? She's like, no, it's so boring. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's right. It is. <laughs> Go it on. is. Like, what, do you, what do you want to be? She's like, I want to be a scientist. Or yeah, man. A, yeah, or um, a hi- history detective. I think she means archaeologist. That's so, so um, cool. Yeah, so she wants to do something like that. She actually wants to make, even at this age, she wants to make a difference. She can see the 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 paper thin veneer of nothingness that we are fed time and time again so I think it's actually been a good idea to take her on to set right that's lucky because most for most kids that that would be a very hard concept to teach because Mm. it looks real you know Mm. and I think it it doesn't actually look real when you get really if you stand behind the camera and if you see the photos pop up on the camera and then you see the photoshopping and the manipulation behind it okay we're going to do this and and no yeah if you can hear the talk that's going on okay we're going to do this we're going to shrink a butt we're going to we're going to stretch your legs we're going to take out all those bags we're going to uh i don't know oh do all these we're going to plasticize her you know and it's like every she she's young but she knows that that is not real like she knew from the age of five it wasn't real Yeah. I just think she's lucky to have seen that. Cause like if my kids watch in TV, he just takes it at face value, you know, whatever he sees. So that's a real education that that she got. It is, but that's the problem. Like that's the problem with what we see on TV and what we are feeding our kids. And, you know, it's the classic thing. It's um, I think is, you know, the ads that you get for breakfast cereals, you know, and, oh, it's healthy and it's this and it's like it's all colourful and wonderful and, you know, the next thing you know you're at the supermarket and, you know, your child's, give me that, give me that, you know, I want this, I want this. and, and Yeah. Yeah, it's because they're seeing that advertising. So it's a problem. The, it's a problem. The hardest thing for me in the book is, uh, or just in eating, is um, I really love breads and crackers and things. Yeah. And um, I like that you included recipe for uh, bread that you yeah. will use in moderation because if I, if someone just says you can't have anything, <laughs> then I'll just first say forget it because yeah, that's, that's something it. that I really enjoy. 
that's it. So the bre- I did include. I only included one recipe in my book. Yeah, and I know it sounds weird, but it's the one thing you can't buy. So, and and it's. I love bread. I love bread. It's so delicious and yummy and soft and squishy and just says eat me, doesn't it, really? Yeah, it makes (laughs) me happy. It does make me happy. And on a cold day, it's comforting. It's my friend, right? So anyway, so I put in a bread recipe that's filling and tasty and yummy. And I was like, if you eat this, this is going to be far better than the sugar-filled, prepackaged, white, crap that you are going to buy at the supermarket and it really it's so quick to make you don't need a bread maker you make mix it in a bowl throw it in the oven done and it lasts you a week it's really yeah good for- I was glad that you included that and I can't wait to try it I will do an insta story when I make it because yeah, um I really want to to give it a whirl and uh maybe replace because I do bake my own bread but it's still the garbage kind with like white flour yeah. So I'll switch to yours. And yeah, if you goes. can switch to um, a Besson flour. I know Besson flour is a chickpea flour. Okay. So, yeah, you should be able to get it. I mean, you got, you guys have got an amazing array of, um, you know, you can go to the Whole Foods place and get it. It's it's Right, yeah. especially here in L.A. I feel like if you don't eat chickpea bread, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> yeah, you weird. Are- so out of it. You are so yesterday. <laughs> you all not got chickpea flour on your plate every day. So forget it. Well, I mentioned it on the last episode and we talked about it again today, but you do have other plans to make another book, right? About happiness. Sorry. Yeah. But like, are, yeah. are you, we're not getting rid of you. Like you're going to keep on giving us like, you're our life coach now. <laughs> that's how I what see does that it. even mean you know I heard I was speaking to this male model the other day and he said the funniest thing and I said what have you been up to what have you been doing you know just the general chit chat and he goes I've been lifing and I'm like I love that I'm stealing that word another word I'm stealing <laughs> lifing so yeah I'm lifing but wow. yeah so yeah I'm I'm writing um I'm writing about beauty at the moment and I was lying what about bit. it I'm writing a book on it um what are you gonna say yeah, I'm writing about inner and outer beauty and I'm I'm talking but I'm yeah, my so my second book is happiness. I just want to make that clear and it, yeah. yeah. That that's done. Um and that'll come out, but my third book is on beauty and I'm writing about inner and outer beauty and I'm writing about um real beauty and about you know how we we str- we want to look gorgeous on the in- outside, right? That's important to us. But I don't know about you, uh, you know, I'm sure you, you have, you know, an amazing look, but my inner beauty is as important, if not more important to me than my outer beauty. You know, I'm, I've been thinking a lot about that and I've been, I've been lying in, in bed before thinking, you know, if people only knew, if women only knew that when I work on celebrities and models that they are the most insecure people in general. You know, this is a very morass generalised. They're the most insecure people you will ever meet. They they will look at themselves super critically in the mirror before I put the makeup mask on. Does that make sense? Mm, they, are, wow. they are judging and evaluating themselves so harshly and they are just like us. We go, oh, i got this bag, oh, i got these wrinkles, you know, like, they're just as bad. And even though you might see this veneer of polished confidence, I know, you know, I know how they are. I, you know, it's, it's, you're, 
you're watching an illusion. It's, yeah. That's uh, why I, what I, I think is really cool about your message is that this is, sure, you can look a certain way if you lose weight, but you guess what? You feel so much better. Yeah, and it's so much more than just walking down the street, have people looking at you and seeing a smaller person. Yeah, it is. It's so much more than that. I mean, I think that um, true beauty and happiness and it comes from within. I think it's an essence, you know, like, yeah. you know, I don't know about you, but for me, um, I get over the way someone looks very, very quickly, you know, like, right. um, but what I notice is, the essence of them, you know, the personality, what are they doing and, how, you know, what are they interested in? Are they funny, you know? And um, But I, I'd certainly notice if someone, you know, is making uh, what I consider to be poor choices. Are they sitting there eating McDonald's in front of me and I'm thinking, it's not going to make you feel good, you know, I'm thinking it in <laughs> my head, you know, or... Yeah, I, I do notice stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I thinking. love it. And I feel like it really has struck a chord with people. And that is so encouraging that people are like, hey, yeah, I like this message. This is, and it's doable, like I said, and yeah. understandable. And that's really fun. Yeah, it is. It's completely doable. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to read a 600 page book written by a, a fitness trainer with the 12 pack. Yeah, you did the work for us. You read all the studies. You did it all. Yeah. Now we can just reap the benefits. That's it. Yeah, and you just take on one thing at a time and just be kind to yourself, right? You know, be good to yourself and be kind to yourself and make yourself a little bit of a priority, you know. Yeah. Tell the kids to wait for two seconds while you sort yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you're off the hook. I thank you so much for coming on twice yeah. to the Brain Candy Podcast. Well, and I know. to talk to you. I know our listeners are going to love the book, obviously. It's sweeping the world, not even just the nation. It's sweeping the world. Jeez, you're lighting the world on fire. Congratulations. We're really happy for you. Thanks, Habes. Thanks for the chat. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. See ya. Bye. Bye.